Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Uh, this is Submitted for Your Approval. This is a Twilight Zone podcast where we review episodes of the Twilight Zone. Oh, fancy that. Uh, we, we, we start at the beginning and we go all the way to the end. Maybe get some movies, maybe get some uh, other Rod Serling material in there. But primarily the Twilight Zone. And with me, oh well, first of all, I am Brandon Cruz. I am your host for the tool this Twilight Zone podcast, submitted for your approval. And uh, with me, I have my very special first guest ever, Travis Menard. Hello, Travis. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, where, where do you hail from, Travis? Uh, I hail from across the street. <laughs> uh, and I, I got here very quickly because this is where we record our other podcasts. <laughs> I don't think technically you're across the street. Like, like we're on separate streets. But... I'm across the walkway. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, You go past the park. And yeah, I, that's yeah right. I'm right over there. That's right. Uh, so. Past past the, the slides yeah. and and like the seahorse, the, the mini rock wall, <laughs> yeah. and then the jungle gym, and then that's me. So great! It's it's such a, a rough <laughs> rough trip, um, but thank you for making it. I know it's yes, it's I'm, I'm honored to be to be the first guest on submitted for your approval. You know, there's there's nobody I trust more than you. <laughs> Maybe my wife. Uh, so well, she's she could be a future guest. That's <laughs> she, she's a future guest, and uh, admittedly, she probably knows. About 30 times more about Twilight Zone than, than you do. I, I wouldn't argue that for a second. <laughs> um, all right, guys, let's, let's, let's get into it. As I said before, we're starting at the beginning and we're going to the end of the Twilight Zone series. And with that in mind, our first episode's coming up. It's a little ditty. Rod about Serling. Jack and Diane, please? <laughs> no? Uh, okay, okay, okay. That's, not, that's not how that music goes. Uh, <laughs> the episode is titled, Where Is Everybody? Uh, originally aired October 2nd, 1959. It is the pilot episode of The Twilight Zone. Uh, written by Rod Serling and directed by a man who also directed uh, Forbidden Planet, which is Robert Stevens. Okay. Um, uh, he also did some other random stuff, but that's not that's not important right now. What's important is the episode. What's important is where is everybody? If we want to get in, if we want to get into trivia, oh, oh, we can get into trivia. <laughs> But maybe we should figure out what the episode's about that, before we get into trivia. That, that's exactly right, Travis. That's this is why you're the perfect <laughs> first guest. It's built that trust. <laughs> uh, where is everybody? What is this episode about? This episode starts a man, Frank. Uh, the, his character's name is Frank, Frank and he's frankly, <laughs> and is he's played by by actor Earl Holloman, um, who was in Forbidden Planet. I screwed up the director. Ignore it. Ignore it. This is the first episode. This run through. You Play, know, playing it loose, <laughs> Play, uh, loose and fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we find ourselves with Frank, and he finds himself on a deserted road, and he walks into a diner, and there's there's nobody in the, the diner, uh, and he calls out for for people like, well, hey, hello. And he goes back hey, in the you kitchen. Got a, you got a customer back here. <laughs> hello, I'm hungry. He goes in there. Uh, he's demanding things of people that aren't there. Eggs. Uh, over easy, <laughs> hash, hash brown. brown. <laughs> I got two. I got two dollars eighty-five cents. American money. I'm I, hungry. I think it's American money. I don't know who I am. <laughs> um, and so nobody, nobody answers at this diner. And uh, he walks a little bit further down the road. Um, he finds a town, and there is nobody in this town. And he meets a mannequin. The mannequin's not a person. <laughs> the mannequin, yeah, the mannequin is not, in fact, a person. Uh, I found out that there is, in fact, mannequin companies uh, based on the, the side of that truck. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. it's great. Um, and 
eventually you get through the episode, um, 22 minutes, there's nobody around. And then we get to the twist. And I think this is an important time to note that during our show, this show was made in 59 to through 64. So I think it's important to note that there will be spoilers. Yes. Yes. Um, if you have not watched these episodes <laughs> and, and you don't want to be spoiled by a show that is over 50 years old. Uh, if you're following along, hey. Yeah. Thank you, first of yeah, all. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Second. Spoiler. Spo- spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, 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 statute of spoiler is is over. <laughs> um, but the big twist at the end of this, this episode is we find out that this man, Frank, is part of the Air Force. And he's, I'm in the Air Force! <laughs> and he's, he is in, in an isolation booth, and everything that we've seen, the town, the diner, all of his, all his experiences in that town, uh, they've been a, a hallucination. Um, he's in an isolation booth. They're testing him to see if he can make a trip to the moon. Yeah. Big big twist. Big, uh, <laughs> big, big twist. Um, yeah, I... Getting into getting into that point, there's a there's a period throughout the episode where he 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 makes mention of things like he feels like he's being watched and 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 things like that and uh, it's it's interesting to have the the twist at the end where there is literally a group of people sitting at like monitors watching him right um, so and it's one of those things where when you're watching the episode you don't know if that's paranoia or if or if um, you know, he's just, he's just crazy or if there are people in fact watching him. And so later on to have that revealed is kind of like, Whoa, okay. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You, you know, um, it, it's interesting. And we're going to talk about themes, uh, throughout this, this podcast series. Um, and I want to start off with, there's a cool thing about this, this episode. Um, in the, in the eighties, they had this program for, for schools and it was basically, uh, they would, they would show TV sh- uh, shows episodes of TV shows in order to, to teach lessons, right? Oh, okay. Um, and this episode was was used. Uh, I think the the program in the schools was cable in the classroom, right? Okay. And they used this episode. That sounds really familiar to me. It, it might be. That may have it happened when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they used this episode to talk about uh, the effects of of uh, social deprivation and isolation. Well, it's a good episode. To- to, to use for that I would say <laughs> right especially with a twist right um, so so with that in mind you know uh, you know I'm thinking about you know social deprivation and, and even just being around people and being socially deprived you know like as you said um, these Air Force bigwigs are, are, are watching him they're observing him at, mm-hmm. at the end uh, from a distance yet yeah he's still completely uh, isolated yeah him, he has right? I mean He's being monitored, but he has no interaction outside of this small booth that he's in. And so, uh, and that's the big twist is this whole place where he's alone and, and he's isolated in this town is just a hallucination that he has come up with because he's basically cracked after being spent, what's like 400 hours or something? Yeah, and like a 484 hours, right? five foot cube, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, and so it's not it's not any kind of simulation or anything that someone's putting him through. This is just his brain finally not being able to deal with being alone anymore. Right. Um and and I think that's really interesting cuz I mean we have lots of examples since then of you know, you think about movies like Castaway or things like like that yeah. where someone is by Wilson! themselves. But you you know, we mentioned Wilson and that's 
he he created this volleyball to talk to because he needed some sort of social interact. He needed in order to not go full crazy, right? He needed some sort of of interaction, and uh, and so this movie really or this 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 episode uh, presents a possibility of what could happen if you really have absolutely no uh, no <laughs> one to talk to for for weeks at a, at a time. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably go crazy, at least a little bit. Well, you know, it, it helps if you're already a little bit a little bit crazy. We're all a little bit crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I I think about, you know, just um, social interactions with, with people in general, right? Like, I, I'm, I fancy myself kind of an introvert. So I'm always, I don't sound it, maybe, uh, you know, <laughs> doing, doing a podcast in front of people. Uh, around people, people well, there's no live audience here just <laughs> just some boxes <laughs> and a trash can so. <laughs> um you know like there's there's lots of times where i am i would i don't want to interact with with the outside world i just i would rather be in that that small town right right okay. yeah. um but i know that people are watching me sometimes or i feel like people are watching me um like i go to a restaurant and i say I don't like going to restaurants by myself yeah. because mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like people are watching me. Um, and a lot of the times in this episode, he, he has that, right? He's, he's in a world unto himself, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. cause it's, it's, it's his hallucination. And there's legitimately no one else there. Right. But, but he still feels like, Hey, I, I'm being watched. Somebody's watching me. Yeah. It, both that combination of feeling watched and also, uh, certain things happen to him where he almost uh he he his immediate thought is to blame it on someone else so um he, he there's there's one example where he gets locked in a in a phone booth basically yeah and uh it's one of those doors that kind of like accordions open yeah, yeah and when it closes all the way he goes to push out on the door and it doesn't budge and he starts you know like all right guys real real funny like you know, let me out. Uh-huh. Who, who, who's messing with me? Who locked me in the, in, the, in the phone booth? And realistically, it just was that he wasn't pushing on the right spot of the door. And so he, because of the way he couldn't open the door the right way. And so he, I mean, there was no one messing with him, but his immediate thought is like, well, somebody's got, somebody else has got to be doing this to me. Yeah. Some other outside force has to be, uh, you know, affecting this somehow. And, and I think that part of that's a little bit of the madness and a little bit of just maybe that hope that, okay, even if, even if they're, they have ill intent, at least someone else exists. At least there's someone else out there that is, that is, you know, that potentially I could interact with. Right. So, yeah. Right. You know, I, I, I think there's another interesting aspect to that too, is, um, you know, I mentioned the stuff about me going to a restaurant by myself and, and feeling people are watching me and, and, and being an introvert. And I, I feel like, I'm an introvert by choice sometimes, <laughs> um, as Thanksgiving is, is an yeah, example. Yeah. We could talk about that later. Uh, but at the end of this episode, right, we find out that he volunteered for this. Yeah, he, right. Uh, this, you know, he did this to himself. He put himself in that isolation. He, in his, he put himself into his own little world. Um, he knows people are watching him. He knows he's alone, um, but he's still... He did this to he himself. Was, he was willing to to make that sacrifice, essentially. Right, so, yeah. right. You mentioned um, a couple minutes ago, uh, 
maybe it was a couple of minutes ago, <laughs> uh, about uh, the phone booth, right? right. The, the pushing and pulling of the phone booth. And I, I think uh, the phone booth, in another instance of, of kind of like being closed in, right, is the, the jail cell. Um, right. And these yeah. these are both kind of like indicators of like like his subconscious screaming out to him like, hey, this isn't this isn't your this town isn't your real situation, dude. You are actually in a small confined space by yourself. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like he and he is his reaction to that, uh, both with the phone booth and then when he thinks he's going to be closed in this jail cell, is to immediately flee from it to try and get out of it. Um, so I don't know if that's the intent from the writers or not, but like this thought that I am in a small space yeah. and I am no longer comfortable here and I have to get out of it. Um, I th- I think that that's another, you know, like foot stomp of, yeah. Like I, I am done with this. You <laughs> yeah. know, he, he often repeats, uh, I, I would like to wake up now. Yeah. Like I, I would, I would like, like to wake up now. Like if like this is a dream, I would very much like to wake up. And, and it's, it's all of those things of, of his subconscious saying, uh, we've done this long enough and, <laughs> yeah. and we need to stop. Like we need to get out of this somehow. Right. Uh, and a couple of other instances like that, like the cigar, you know, there's just a, a cigar smoking, just sitting in an ashtray, mm-hmm. smoke fluming into the <laughs> air, uh, the jukebox, uh, the phone ringing, you know, all, all these things are almost like, Hey dude, wake up. Like yeah. you want to wake up now. We're okay with you waking up now. Mm. Um, at the very beginning of the episode, he, he breaks a, a clock, right? And it shows a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see at the end of the episode, like that's... That exact same clock is that, in the, the booth that he's he's sitting in. That's yeah. all right. Which, you know, so the episode is, is twenty minutes, 22 minutes long. Um, and, you know, he hits, he breaks the clock at the beginning. At the end of that 22 minutes, that clock is the same that in the isolation booth. So that means... You know that that span of time, like he's freaking out in that, like like that it's maybe a very short like like when you're like when you when you wake up, like your alarm (laughs) clock goes off and you hit snooze, yeah, and then you like fall back asleep and have like a super long vivid dream, (laughs) and then like your alarm clock goes off again and it's only been like a couple minutes, yeah, yeah, like that that's really cool. Like I never I didn't think about that that maybe there really wasn't much real time exactly. that took place over the course of that experience. You know, when I, when I was a kid, uh, I had a bunk bed, right? Uh, my, my brother, so my brother slept on the, the bottom bunk because that's was little his, brother. Like I, I had to sleep on top. Okay. It's weird. I, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, so one night I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming that I'm like jumping from roof to roof, right? Rooftop to rooftop in my neighborhood. Parkour, hardcore and I'm parkour. Like, and I'm like kind of floating as I'm, as I'm jumping. Okay. Um, but I keep jumping higher and higher and then <laughs> I like falling more and more. And like my heart's going, ah, 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 as I'm going down. Uh, well, the, the last time I'm falling, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm falling towards a picket fence Ooh. and I'm like, and I'm like, no, 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 no. And as I, as I hit the picket fence, I assume on my balls, uh, <laughs> I, as one does. I wake up and I'm like, I landed on the floor oh off, my gosh. off my bunk bed. Wow. And I'm like, so this whole dream, this whole sensation of falling is in that gap of time where I'm falling off of my bed. Hmm. Yeah. It, so it's so crazy. And and that's, that's a similar, uh, notion of what. I, I feel happened in an episode. Um, 
one one of the things that they they talk about at the end uh, is is that he is an Air Force um, recruit or, oh, yeah. or you know like an astronaut, and that he's in preparation for a space mission uh, to go to the moon or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was watching it, I mean, I know this episode is old, but <laughs> like that, yeah, I almost got so, the feeling like so is, this was this was pre actual like NASA space missions, right? Like this was before. D- the, this, we actually went to the moon. This episode was like right in the thick of the space race, right? Okay. Like, like uh, the, uh, Russia, they were sending up their their uh, their their spaceships and stuff like that. Our uh, the U.S. was was trying to send their stuff up. Uh, and this episode came out in October, and I think like September or August, uh, Russia took some pictures of the far side of the moon. Um, and then Pink Floyd released Dark Side of the Moon. Right? <laughs> that, that, that's right. That's right. <laughs> they, they breathed in the air. Um, and then uh, after this episode was, was released, uh, a vessel actually crashed into the moon. Okay. Might have been backwards. Um, but but still, it was the, right around that. Like this was, exactly. this was the, in the news. This was something that people were thinking about, yeah. you know, on a regular basis. Is, and we didn't we didn't know the, the what effects. it was like on the moon or, or or really how it would affect people trying to go out into space and right. and, and go out there. So uh, adding that piece to it, I thought was really cool. And and I tried to think about it like it from that perspective, like when it originally aired, like oh, like you know, people probably thought like yeah, this could yeah. legitimately happen to astronauts that try to go to space. Oh. Like they could. Oh you know. no. Um. It, so, so that that added an extra something for me yeah. too there at the end. And and as and as we go through the Twilight Zone episodes, we'll uh you'll notice a theme with with astronauts and, and space travel and, and stuff like that and the the effects on people. Mm-hmm. Um but uh final thoughts, Travis. Let me let me know what your final thoughts are. Uh overall I really I mean I really like the episode. Um this was actually I think one of the first full Twilight Zone episodes that I ever watched all the way through. Yeah. Um and, and I had seen it before, but it's uh I just really like the notion of this guy who is by himself and trying to deal with uh, just trying to figure out who he is. And then from there trying to figure out what his situation is and why all these people are around. So I was, I I really liked the episode. Uh, If I had to give it a a rating on a scale of one to 10, um, I'd probably give it like an eight. Okay. Um, All right. Eight or nine. Jessica Jones style. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to give sevens. Yeah. I feel like sevens are a cop out a lot of the time. So I, I will, I will give it an eight. All right. Right on. Right on. Thank you, Travis. Uh, you know, I, I give it a, I give it a solid eight as well. Um, you know, I'll give it all a 10 cause I love the twilight zone. Yeah. They're all tens. They're all tens. <laughs> they're all tens to me. Um, all right. Hey guys, th- that's our show, but I want to go ahead and say, first of all, thank you so much to Travis, my, my guest. Oh yes. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Revolving guest number one. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> I promise. Be I will back. be back. Uh, Travis is, is amazing. He, he's again, we're co-hosts on our weekly podcast, Apathetic Enthusiasm. Do you want to say anything about that show? Uh, no, we just, uh, we review movies, we review games, tech, pop culture, everything. So uh, if you want more banter between the two of us, please check us out on Apathetic Enthusiasm, and uh, f- you know, hit us up on Facebook and and Twitter and all that stuff. It's all yeah. app. Just Google it. We're just, we're on, we're in the Google. <laughs> yeah, uh, I th- I think we're number one on Google. If we're you like the top, if five. you look at Apathetic Enthusiasm, <laughs> Herman Melville's like all the way down at six now. <laughs> that guy, who who the heck is that guy? <laughs> um, all right, and thank thank you again. Thanks, Travis. Thanks sure for thing. thanks for talking and and 
in uh, watching the episode because I told you. <laughs> Um, uh, for everybody else, guys, I, I, w- I would love to know what you think of the show. Um, and there's a couple ways to do that. that I'm pulling a line out of Travis's book, <laughs> uh, th- pretty much that line exactly. I'd like to hear what you guys have to, to think about the show. Um, and you can hit us up on a couple of different ways. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we're at S4YA underscore podcast. And or, and or, please, both. Both, please. Both. Hit us up on Gmail. Um, we're at S4YA podcast at gmail.com. Fantastic. Eventually, I'll have a Facebook. Eventually, maybe I'll have an Instagram. Um, but right now, I don't. Okay. Because it's a, I'm a slow starter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, again, thank you everybody for listening. Tell your friends. Rate me on iTunes, Stitcher, if I do st- Stitcher. Five stars. <laughs> Gotta do five stars. Travis is splashing five stars at me. Yeah. I was I was here's, gonna here's say what three. you guys gotta do. If this is his first episode, <laughs> right? Go out, give him five stars. Uh in in your rating, just say what you thought about the actual Twilight Zone episode. You know, who cares about this podcast? <laughs> Rate uh where is everybody in the ratings. It's really gonna help this podcast to grow and and, and Twilight Zone is is a great show, right? Thanks, so we Travis. need other people to be listening and having these conversations and appreciating this older television. So go rate it. Thank you. I'm, this is, I'm not going to be here this every is, time. This is why I he's my guest. <laughs> this is why he's my guest. All right, guys. Thank you again. I'm Brandon and my guest, Travis. Bye. All right. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>